0: <laughs> that's
1: that's very good that's. Which, which is lovely evening to you dennis hello eric my young man today i have a local amber that i'm going to open
2: oh a local amber from spain
1: yes it is it says uh irish red ale which, ah. I, which I think we're going to call amber in your by your
2: sure. no, standards I, as I like to say uh, amber copper or red
1: yes well very it is
2: right and uh, then my fallback is brown which I ended up ordering a brown that was cut up here in uh, in Bel Air in Michigan I think it,
1: uh, in Bel Air
2: Bel Air Michigan uh, Shorty's I think it's called Shorty's uh, Shorty's Brewery but uh, it was good serviceable, serviceable. brown yeah Drank it in a in the uh, local uh, bookstore cafe that ended up serving beer and there's a nice couch area where the sun's coming in. Just sat there and chilled. Had me a brown beer.
1: Did you read anything in the bookstore, or were you just no looking, looking <laughs> no, at people no. drinking your beer? No,
2: no, there wasn't anybody there. I just sat there.
1: Okay, well,
2: that I just yeah for like I struck up a little conversation with the two women who work there, but not much. Most I just sat there and very quietly drank my beer and enjoyed mm-hmm. the sun.
1: Well, the sun is lovely. The sun lovely. Yes.
2: Oh, mercy. So these dialects are, uh, are, are amazing. I, I saw the first trailer for uh, The Irishman, uh, De, Niro, De Niro's new pick with Scorsese. Yes, o- over over three hours long, which of course is always gets the ire of, of, of people who believe that a movie should never ever be over two hours. Uh, and um, Joe Pesci Joe Pesky's in it. Joe Pesci is in it, and so he and, and so it's it's the Irishman, but everybody's got Italian accent <laughs>
1: in the trailer. Right?
2: It's like, wait a minute,
1: are we watching Goodfellas again or?
2: No, oh, this oh this movie this new one um no not any more than any of his uh movies were Yeah yeah, uh, yeah. related in any way the same actors but who does not do that I mean look at uh Wes Anderson he he's, he's the same cast sure sure about sure. every time right yeah, I yeah. Mean, but you know Bill Murray Luke Owen
1: interesting that it's on Netflix like yeah the the Hollywood is very upset Oh yeah, about right. about for, uh, about well, just about Netflix in general as as a wait a minute, you're going to be releasing movies not to the cinemas, Because right. net because Hollywood is all about you know your box office revenue, et cetera, et cetera, but Netflix is all about uh, creating original content that's going to generate uh, monthly recurring revenue with uh, with your different model. Yeah, yeah, it's a totally different model, and. It's. I can see where Hollywood would be upset about this in the same way that, for example, newspapers are bothered by uh, Facebook and Twitter and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, For example, last year, uh, Roma was the important film.
2: You know, I I almost uh, said that, but I... Have you seen that movie? uh, No, I haven't. I, I read about it. I know about it, but I haven't seen
1: it. I'm, you know... I, I, I'm moderately concerned that we're turning into a, uh, uh, evaluating, uh, media sort of, podcast. but, 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 but
2: let me comment on that before you talk about Rome. comment. So there, I now, you know, I now know how to track some of this recording stuff. You sent me the link and you need to know that since the last episode, we've gone down six points. In the top podcast in Uruguay, we went uh, down to 565 uh, like instead of 559 or whatever it was, right. and we and we don't. So we have to. Why is that?
1: And I, I you know what I conjecture? I've been saying you need yeah. to be more entertaining. Well, it's, it's
2: it is what it is. <laughs> this is it. Just, <laughs> this is the high of it and the low. Of it. <laughs> there's no uh, there's nothing else there in the tank. But the fact is is that my theory is that. Five hundred and fifty-eight other podcasts each did a little better, so we're the same. Right, so we're the same. So or, we're, we're
1: not we're not losing it's that, that's, it's that everyone else is doing better.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> so we're on track. Okay. We're On track. I told my wife that statistic, and, and she looked at me, and and she had just uh, cut off and repainted her eyebrows very high up on her forehead, and when I told her that there was. We were on Uruguay's top 560. She looked surprised.
1: Yes. I told my but wife, too, and she, and she looked away. I um. bet
2: <laughs> she looked away. <laughs> I bet she does that a lot. If I lived with you, I would do it most of the time. I think. <laughs> Just kind of ignore you and hope that you were going to leave as a result of being neglected.
1: <laughs> Any who, as we say on this podcast, you uh, do. I don't. I don't. I w- I started to watch Roma. And, oh right, 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 right. And I was, it's very, very strange because, in the way, last episode we talked about how, um, how sometimes with David Fincher the camera can move with the character.
0: Yeah, right, right, but, right, right. but
1: but with but with Roma the the camera was a fly on the wall you were just observing these people as they were doing their thing the camera was not a participant at all and the first i started to watch roma i watched about 30 or 45 minutes of it and i was just like this is just the most boring thing ever oh really and i and 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 i turned it off but then some of my some of my friends said oh my god roma is is amazing uh. and so i was like well Maybe I was missing something.
2: It was about you and not the movie.
1: Well, everything's about me, not, not Hollywood, of course, but, but so I went back and I watched and it was, um, and I really, the, the second time I really appreciated the fly on the wall. You're just observing this family operating in its, in its habitat. And it was that it, it really really pulled me in, and yeah. the and the second time I watched it, it was just so powerful. Like I spent, I spent the following weeks after I watched the movie thinking about those characters and what they went huh. through, and it was, it was extremely powerful. That, uh, in a way that, well, I was disappointed that it did not win best picture. Huh.
2: It was nominated, however.
1: It was nominated. And right. as we were saying, uh, the Academy and Hollywood and whatnot are upset that a Netflix uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, movie yeah, that, tough is, luck. that is not... Tough luck. I don't know if Roma was available in, in cinemas. But, no. But the fact that that is considered for the best motion picture uh, really ruffled some feathers in Hollywood. and oh, I, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I think you know 10 years from now we're going to look back at that and laugh that like ha of course of course a a direct to device movie was is is important but yeah. but last year it was quite strange and maybe i i liked it better than the best picture winning movie which i think was green something uh
2: but oh oh, oh uh, um yeah
1: we mentioned it before uh, yeah. but well, anyway I
2: saw Once Upon a Time that we talked since then. Once Upon a Time, a Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, no. You know about it? Brad Pitt. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the most interesting character I've ever seen him play in the most unusual way for him. And so already my favorite DiCaprio movie, and I like pretty much everything He's done except Oh, beach. this is
1: a this is a new this is a new, yeah, new. new. movie. Yeah.
2: We mentioned it along with Ed uh, Astor that's coming up that's also Brad Pitt. Yes. But we did see it and I give it a I give it a you know, a, close to a five out of five.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. I'd have to think about what what the flaws might have been, but it was it it was uh, it was good. It well, was fascinating actually.
1: The IMDB rating at the moment, the international movie database, is eight point one out of ten, which is high.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Brad Pitt is uh, amazingly underplayed and, and so absolutely effective, and so uh, different for him as well.
1: Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. Uh, I see that the cast is pretty decent. Well, I will have to observe that when it becomes available to me.
2: I'm for another one. Just like the other one, down my throat it goes. Wait, okay. Oh, Lord, how no one knows. So I've been having a hankering to play some uh, country music. I'm, I've decided I want to go t- toward a ballads and uh, more crooner. More crooner. I learned um, You Never Can Tell. Uh,
1: you mentioned that from-
2: last episode, yes. So that's fun and it tells a good, decent little story. So, country music in the ballads that are available out there, or the the writing of ballads, is something I want to do. You got to find somebody who wants to play cowboy music with you, right? Country music with you. And that's not
0: mm-hmm.
2: always easy. But
1: hey, hey, hey! You could write hey, a hey, you hey, could, you, hey, could hey. you could write a ballad about trying to find someone to to write a ballad with you. Right, 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 right. Just saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went looking for a guitar player to play a sad song. Yes. But I never could find one who would. Then I went out looking for a piano player instead. Yes. And then I found him, and now we'll record. Got to have a bridge. You know much rhymes, yes. One more, one more verse and then a bridge. Right. Oh, play me a sad song And play it so clear Play me a sad song I love you, my dear All these words, they are simple And I know you can tell That I've left blues behind And I'm in cowboy hell. Yeah, baby. Yeah, well, we just went down to 572 in Uruguay. They just
1: switched. Well, the the
0: Uruguayans
1: don't... uh... They don't what? What do you
2: know about them? What do you know about them as a people? Now we've got their attention. They're listening because somewhere there may be a... A link that to to right,
0: right,
2: Europe way, right. right? and so they listen in. And so, what do we know about them as a people?
1: As a people, I'm not sure. I I've learned that they have an amazing. Uh, there's some amazing landscapes there, and I've seen some documentaries about traveling there and whatnot. Uh, but and and also know that they are that oftentimes it's cheaper to fly there, and then for the people that want to get to. Uh, to Argentina to Buenos Aires, it's easier to travel to fly to Uruguay and then drive there. But I also know that uh, that well, obviously they are very soccer fanatic. Oh, uh, certain soccer fanatic people
2: are they for sale? Maybe uh, maybe Donald you know wants to buy them. Has so he got a trip plan there soon? Possibly. That it could cancel if they they won't sell. Possibly. So what a, what a freaking meltdown he's having. His polls now are as bad as any president, except when the question is about the economy, which, of course, he surfed on Obama's success coming into it, which is why he's so freaking jealous of Obama. He can't seem to stop this. <laughs> you hear him? You'll have to put this in the show notes where he says, oh, yes, 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 President Putin Outsmart- outsmarted President Obama. Yeah, And that. that's just the story. Oh, yes. Oh, and the fake news. You won't report it. He was outsmarted by Putin. He was outsmarted. President Putin outsmarted President Obama. Wait a minute. And I can understand how President Obama would feel. He wasn't happy. And they're not in for that reason now. And then he waves his little teeny miniature hands around. And as he's gained like 40 to 50 pounds since he's been president, some presidents look older, as you can tell, generally by the changing of the color of their hair or the wrinkles in their face, but because he uses pancake makeup, right. which causes him to sweat profusely every time he's on camera, and his hair is surgically connected
0: mm-hmm.
2: and probably like tendrils into his little pea brain, holding it closer to his skull so that maybe some good vibes can get in there. But what a moron.
1: Well, what and, a moron.
2: And, this, and the polls are showing it.
1: That, um, that press conference was... In, at the G7 summit, right, right, which was held uh, a two-hour drive from where I live. Oh no, kidding! Yes, I have. I've been to Biarritz as a, like I've taken my family there. In fact, I celebrated my last birthday there on a, on huh. a family trip. It's, it's just a two-hour drive from where I'm in, in Spain. So, in, you wouldn't
2: consider driving there to see all these world leaders, or could you see them?
1: I could smell Trump from here. Uh, no, I, I, I would not because it would just be a huge traffic jam. And oh yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw there was a big protest uh, about, oh, yeah. about the G seven that was like from fifty miles away. They were having a yeah. protest. So right. why would I go there? The the way to get anywhere near there would be to drive there the week like six days before and stay and stay. But right. I have other things to do so
2: other priorities such as this podcast so that we reach we reach uh i don't know what's you know just scores of people now so that's uh, that's pretty fascinating at least scores of people click we don't know how many actually listen maybe well, down
1: to scores that means like multiples of 40 i don't know that we're that high
2: yes we are i just checked
1: yeah all right well all you all, of 20 all of you score. guys clicking Wait, yeah, 20, <laughs> just, 20,
0: right, right.
2: They uh, just clicked off because the last thing they want to hear is about clicks, so they're done. So now it's just you and me again. I might as well just, I'll make up another song. I'll just do that one again. So I made up a song that I was singing, and then I had the misfortune of the stupid, simple son of a bitch being stuck in my head for a week.
1: I for hate a it. week. I hate it when my stupid ideas are stuck in my head Oh, for a week. yes.
2: God and, and it's it's a song about South Texas where I met I met my bride of many years and simple lyrics.
1: I met my bride in South Texas? That's the most country thing I've ever heard. It's a ballad. Well of course it is.
2: So what so what are you? Are you like the great detective? You figured something out here?
1: No. I'm just saying <laughs> I met my bride in South Texas. I so, mean that's, how could that be anything other than a ballad?
2: She the night we met She touched my cheek the night we met. My legs went weak. Mm. very serious stuff.
0: Yes. And the
2: thing is, is that, you know, in in lyrics, I hear these guys, I may have mentioned this before, doing blues or rhythm and blues or, you know, jazzy blues even, which where it makes more sense, where they're cramming all these lyrics in there, just saying all this stuff. And I'm thinking about the most memorable music that I love, and it's not complicated. Mm -hmm. It's not complicated.
1: It's the simple stuff
2: it's you know and so what i try to what i try to create are the images that i want and so you know uh she touched my cheek or uh, a tear on her cheek Mm -hmm. or a, a, a trembling tear on her eyelash but some image that followed up with an image or a feeling on my part it's just a couple of simple things it's Wow! What a nice little scene. Just mm-hmm. a little glimpse of it. Yes. And 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 that's it. You know, and it doesn't. You don't have to. You know, rattle on. <laughs> right,
0: right.
2: You know, there's so many of the most uh, iconic songs are one verse repeated uh, many, many times. Yes, yes. You know, yes. and just plenty of instrumentals and just support. And, and it's because you get you hit the phrase you want, and you don't have to cram all these words in, and then strain to understand it or strain to hear it depending on the quality of the, you know, the, the, you know, yes. the venue where you're at.
1: I would like to nominate a, one of the iconic, the most iconic songs ever that is so, so, so simple. That is stand by me. Uh-huh. That, uh-huh. and so the story goes, uh, he just went into the studio and with no preparation whatsoever was just like, Sure if you got 20 minutes left in the left on the studio time sure I can sing a song for you and that became uh, the iconic stand by me uh uh-huh. song. you know it's like the mountains crumble and fall it's like it's not that complicated right 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 uh dun 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 When the night
2: comes down, has come, and tumble and fall. <laughs>
1: Those are the mountains.
2: If I just hum like Elvis
1: would, <laughs> I'm more or less course,
2: He voice. sang like that. He sang like that. You know, two weeks before he uh, died from choking on a fucking peanut butter goddamn sandwich, deep fried. Right. Elvis. What are you eating? Oh, man. He's so good. Oh, and I Oh, no. Oh anyway, so the simple stuff is important, you know.
1: I have some images to send to you. Okay, I'm ready. Send them my way. That where I have one. From, from last week, where you introduced me to the word proboscis or probiscus. Yeah, probiscus, where is it? You didn't post it. I'm going to send it to you right now. It is... Let's see. It is the proboscis monkey. <laughs> and That's Jimmy Durante. It is basically a monkey with a penis for a nose. Well, it's... it's I mean... I can't remember... I
2: can't
0: remember. I know you were raised, I know you were raised well, by look, spider monkeys. I look at the
2: one, it's kind of cute. Uh about the fourth picture down, this guy right here, he's got proboscis monkey in the Wikipedia. He's got a cute little upturn yes. version
1: of it. Yes. I mean, but uh, so, supposedly they uh they they are chosen as most attractive when they have the biggest uh nozzle, uh to on display. Uh but,
2: he looks like a freaking Muppet, man.
1: I, I know. It's wow. It's like, nature, what are you doing? Uh, but anyway, I wanted to share that with you because you introduced me to this concept. Oh, and yeah. And well, also, you put, love monkeys, as well, we have seen. Well, yeah, I'm not sure I'd fall
2: in love with that one very much. Well. That, uh, you know, I mean, you want to put a pair of underwear on his head.
1: Yes, indeed.
2: <laughs> just sides well, that thing.
1: Well, we... We would like to do that to you too, but uh.
2: yes. (laughs)
1: Well,
2: at least he doesn't have a freaking ankle and foot grown out of his forehead like some people I know. I can see why you want to be a. What are the other guys you live with in Brooklyn? What do they have shit funny shit going on? Do they look as weird as you do? All of them. Do you even notice?
1: They they are they are even more weird than me. Yes.
0: Oh,
2: you're weird.
1: I saw today that today is the five-year anniversary of the incredible presidential scandal that rocked the world when Obama wore a tan suit to give a to give a press. Conference. Ah, yeah,
2: I remember that. I was so ashamed and of it, him.
1: It was just like, what is this nation what coming to? Be? What I, and to
2: break precedent and to go with tan. Right. When for the entire history of the country, it's been blue and and dark, uh, not even pinstripes. Right. It's not complicated. And he couldn't toe the line. That was a weakness about him. That was a weakness about him. I mean, what a. And in fact, that was the biggest controversy of his entire presidency for a good reason. I think so. Because it's the only thing he ever did that was particularly awkward.
1: Right, unlike you, who is like, I'm editing these things out every five minutes.
2: That wasn't me. Yes, that was that, was, that wasn't me. Wait a minute. There's a there's a, a a monkey in the room.
1: There's a proboscis monkey with his oh, big penis nose in the room. Oh God, no! You need
2: to slap a jockstrap on that on that <laughs> sucker, man. Good lord.
1: I mean, can you? He he couldn't run very fast. <laughs> well, he wouldn't
2: have to. Everybody would run away from from him or her. And how do you feel if you're a female for Viscous monkey, and you're go, like, "Oh God, it's like it's, it doesn't. Why why am I being punished? I'm not a male."
1: Yes. Well, isn't that isn't that so true?
2: Well, I don't know if it's true or not. I think you're just trying to move on to some other topic, but you probably don't. What do you have in your What do you have in your little pouch of ideas? that you store up in your beady little brain week to week, because I got nothing.
1: Yes, that's clearly obvious every week.
2: Look, I um, just call in. That's what I do. So, that's it.
1: How Have you found the bat in your house?
2: Oh, God, no, but I'm having fucking nightmares of this bat. A, 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 a inky, shadowy Thing in the semi-dark of the night the room with the night lights uh-huh. and it's bigger and it just gets sucked into the fucking pocket door and every time I walk by it I look at that area and I cringe I don't know if I, how long it'll be before I get over it the other night I woke up I, I couldn't sleep I did want to wake my wife so I went to another room and the room was where the bat originated the other bedroom and so I walked in nervously and as I do I look up above and nothing and then I Took a, the the bl- it was all messed up and so I took a blanket I felt around there was a blanket a soft one and I could kind of see it and I, I flicked it to straighten it out so I could lay under it oh no and something came out of it oh no was probably just a wash rack just a dish rack oh or a, no you know, washcloth and I it scared the living crap out of me I <laughs> jumped up in the air I screamed like a little school okay and, and oh no and oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, you know, grabbed my you know, just ran down the stairs, holding my skirts up high and stayed in the living room with the lights on where I could where the T V was and didn't read. <laughs> uh, and it's sort of like what where where did it go? Where is it now? Did it fly back out of the chimney somehow? Is it living in the walls? Is it in there smoking cigars and playing poker with his buddies? I mean, what is what is the life of this bat? You know? Mm-hmm. That I haven't seen now for a week and it's still in my head. Yes. And it's, you know, as I, did I mention that it, it might be a, a relationship with the ants? You, you, know, you
0: said that it was, it was
1: probably eating the ants. Well,
2: uh, it's in a separate room. So that's not it. That's not it. There's
1: but a, anyway. there's a, there's a famous, uh, Louis C. there's a famous Louis CK bit, uh, which because he did a bad thing, we're not allowed to like anymore. But, um, where he talks about having a bat in his, in his little cottage somewhere. Who's this? Louis C.K.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, Louis was yeah. pretty weird, I guess, but, yeah, um,
1: but, but funnier than hell. There's, this, there's, this, there's, a, there's hell. this bit that he's done that will be in the show notes uh, where he talks about having this bat in some little cottage that he was staying in.
2: I've never been a big uh, animal person. I don't, some animals I hate. Uh, bats, I think bats are just disgusting. I hate bats. I hate it. It's a rat with leather wings. <laughs> you ever seen one? And they, like, look around. It's like somebody, you know? They have a face. It's disgusting. Hate bats. And I'm sure there's a whole thing of, oh, did you know the bats make all the French
1: toast in the world or whatever? I don't care. Him just being totally terrified of this bat and calling... Uh, Calling the the authorities to come in and and, and take it out, <laughs> and where this the the Batman as he calls it uh, walks in, picks up the bat, and walks out, and it's just like okay, I solved your problem. Uh,
2: but <laughs> where was the bat? We had already been knocked down or something.
1: Uh, it was in the in his kitchen somewhere. I I don't know. We'll uh we'll share the we'll share the clip. Just, uh, oh okay, and I'll share it with you for next time. But um uh, but. Yes, bats are, bats cross this line where we're terrified, but unreasonably so. Like, there's a, I have many, I have many things that I'm afraid of, like a, like a weird mosquito or spider or something, where, like, logically, rationally, I know this thing is not going to hurt me. But damn if I don't want to get anywhere near it or touch it. Uh Right. So Uh we all have those, we all have those, uh, those experiences.
2: Well, and those, those are the, uh, the, the, uh, the tools of the torture to understand that, you know, wasps. So the torture technique is to put a cage over your head and put wasps in it, you know, or if it's, you know,
1: white Anglo-Saxon Protestants.
2: Well, then, then it's a bigger mask around your head. Maybe your head's coming up in a room that's full of them. I don't... That would be expensive. They'd probably search for another witness. But hey, we could make money here. Hey, in a,
1: I was raised in a town of... In a town two town of things,
2: things. things. Number one, we're a research firm that researches the worst fears of anybody who's targeted. Yes. Or a, a client's uh, target. Right. Number two we put together the materials in order to act on that. It's sort of like taking the, the burning shit in a paper bag and ringing the doorbell thing. Right. To a new level. Right. So we, and, and then, and then check this, the side business under a different name,
1: right? Is the remedy. Is
2: we? <laughs> yes. So when we know that a client that we have is going to do the wasp thing, uh-huh. we time it well. So that we advertise the, the, the anti-wasp right. Uh, solution. Right. Right? The antidote. And the antidote.
1: Or anecdote, as you said once.
2: Well, it's funny if you say it that way. And in fact, there's a funny story about that. <laughs> <Tim>. <laughs> Look at show notes episode 14 at WWFM. Happy holidays with Eric and dumbfuck.
1: Eric and Dumbfuck. That's that's our new title. Yes. Uh, yes. That is, you know, researching the worst fears of people and then monetizing that is, you know, we right. could. You know, Dick Cheney could be our a client.
2: That's how we built the defense budget.
1: Right. I mean, we really, to be honest, I only want 0.1% of the defense budget. I don't want more than that. I'm satisfied with that. If we could just get 0.1% of the defense budget. What's that? That I don't think how we... How much? It's, I, I don't care. It, it's I don't want that much. <laughs> I I just want 0.1% of the U.S. defense budget. You should know the budget. number
2: right now. You'll have to edit this out, find the number, edit in knowing the number, which you can find now. You don't want to appear uh, unknowledgeable about... An opinion.
1: Beep bop beep bop boop. We're looking. The defense budget is. Fuck that's billions. Uh, six hundred and forty-eight. Billion. So six forty-eight times point oh 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 one, which is what I point oh oh one, which is what I said, is. It's only six hundred and forty-eight million dollars. <laughs> so I'm, add just, another, I'm just I'm just add saying. another decimal. No, I don't want more than that. Oh uh, no, less than that.
2: Add another point zero Okay not okay. zero zero one Okay fine. I want I until want it's till it's six hundred and forty eight thousand. That way the number of zeros is is how many zeros do you have? No to no go no to? I don't
1: I don't want six I don't want sixty four thousand no,
2: no 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 six hundred and forty eight thousand. How many zeros would that take? Point zero
1: that's five zeros. Yes
2: point zero 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 one no that's six hundred forty eight thousand
1: but I think our I think our nightmare machine as we're calling it now because I said it uh would be I think six forty eight million was reasonable
2: <laughs> you know my point is that I think that I the, mean compared I to think our...
1: that the thing is
2: funnier if you have more zeros
1: well that's what so I that... want is more zeros and uh, you want the more zeros on the other end okay Point add four zeros and it's six point
2: million. Yeah. Six yeah. point four eight million.
1: Yeah yeah zero 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 one. Yes.
2: Right. And then yes. you got six million. That and and, and and so well
1: I mean that's more or less what we're making on the Patreon at patreon.com slash happy hour Happy <laughs> hour. But uh, yeah. but yeah. And this whole your worst nightmare torture idea is, is very clever. It's a good one. It's a good one. You are a, you are a master of creative darkness, Dennis. Uh,
2: Well, you know, everybody's got a talent. You
1: know, you can find you can find the weaknesses in people and just really push that screw in, some In, in a way that people like, people that are not Dick Cheney cannot.
2: Some some people like you search their whole lives perhaps for their talent, but it's there. I'm here to encourage your continued search. I, I don't know for the God, for the sake of God, what it would be. I don't Okay. you are, you are the singularly most dullest person I've ever had to deal with. Although I don't know what you know what, what people you hire to manage all this stuff, I can't imagine it's you, but whatever. my sympathies to you and your family. Yes, I, I'm here to support you as you know.
1: Thank you. Thank, yes. thank you very yeah. much. For As you know. Being willing to project your spider fantasies upon me.
2: Oh, well, so how about in your head cage that between you and the outside of the cage, there's actually two boxes. Your head is in an inner box. And the outer box, your box is, your inner box is all glass. Your outer box is also uh, uh, glass. Yes. With the top on it. And what we'll do is we'll put in a mixture of spiders and mosquitoes that are all long legged and unruly and like, what? Looking like what? And the spider may be, uh, you know, uh, recluse. Lots of recluses, different sizes. And then what the box, your inner box does, is that it's actually not a box, but it's sliding doors.
1: I'm already
0: and upset. so yes.
2: as the questions are asked, there's a glimpse for you inside the first box of the door opening and shutting very quickly.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And as it opens and shuts, you realize that everything you see on the other side of that glass yes. is what could be all over your face. And so as as the as the this uh, is very as, disturbing. It's so open it more and more, and by the time it's open, so that they actually start to storm into your area, you're ready. You'll be ready. So it, there's money to be made and stuff like that. So this is very like, very who disturbing. would buy that for, for you? It would be like your parents, or um, my worst a en- of, My worst enemies. Oh, maybe some of your friends, just because it'd be hilarious. It's yes, hilarious. Well. Oh, and we film it, of
1: course. Of course, of course. This is uh...
2: you got. You have a camera on your forehead filming what you're seeing, and then there's a camera filming it as an observer, a fly on the wall,
0: mm-hmm.
2: as you said earlier, which yeah. apparently is something that is great interest to you and kind of in your head now.
0: Or a mosquito on the
2: wall. Well, I don't know. I've seen these mosquitoes with really long legs, you know. And...
1: Stop it! Stop it! I don't want, I don't want to hear about it.
2: And uh, you know what? With the, the the place where the door would open would be right the 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 vertical door right in front of your eyes. Stop. So Please. that's the first the first no contact that you'd have with any of them. No. is actually your open eyes and that glass no. is so close. Right. So you tell me, you would give up your darkest secrets. I, the formula of the of the elixir that you rub down your forehead to grow your ankle. Yes, which I've, I've asked you for repeatedly, and you just won't give it up because there's have, money
1: to be made there. I have given all my secrets on this podcast. I don't have any more, but yes, for sure, I would tell anyone anything that they wanted to hear. If they wanted to hear that, yes, Dennis is actually the Zodiac killer. I would say yes, for sure. Uh, not within the evidence, but. If whatever people told me to, no, that's they wanted not, me to say,
2: that's not what we'd be looking for. Okay, uh, as an admission okay. on your it would be stuff.
1: Hey, I don't know. I don't did, know what all Dennis said. That that you did,
2: not that somebody else did. <laughs> if somebody wants to get that out of me, they can buy one for me. But this, no, no, this is you to admit stuff. And in your case, true stuff.
0: True, true <laughs> when, stuff. Wow.
2: the true stuff is so bizarre and so. Utterly embarrassing that that's all we would that's all we want is the truth from you. Look, Finally.
1: sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I've been searching for it for twenty, I like to scurry 20, under some twenty-three some weeks days. now,
2: and and yes. no, nothing forthcoming.
1: Well, those of you that want my true secrets will have to what the people listening that want to hear my true secrets will have to go to patreon.com.
2: I want to hear what
1: slash happy hour to what
2: and give Masut? money. Masukius?
1: what? The people that want to hear
2: my true secrets. Oh, I said the people want to hear my true secrets.
1: My was
2: one word.
1: Well, my is, is, is a is an ancient Egyptian Egyptian word for uh, true secrets. For the most penetrating facts about a person.
2: Penetrating something, my true Matrusikas. My Matru-sikas. Matru-sikas. How long have you felt this way? My whole life. Your whole life? Lord (laughs) Lord, there's a long time for you.
1: So I have a a topic we can talk about. Uh, There's this... I don't know. I'll find it for the show notes. There's this uh, YouTube video that demonstrates, reveals... Uh, the fact that all the—because for sure now when you watch Americans in an American drama on TV, they all are carrying uh, Starbucks-like coffee cups. They've got c- cups with them that are—they've that are, got a few little plastic cover on them. And it turns out that if you think for just a moment, if you if you allow yourself to unsuspend your disbelief, you will notice that— all the coffee cups in all of the scenes in all of the American TV stuff, they are all empty. Like you see people with their, right. with, their right. with their with their with their with their thing, and they're like jostling just, it all around, and then they do a little quick uh, up and down, and it's so clear if you look like if you think about it for just a moment that they're all empty. And right, so, some, someone someone sent this someone sent this video to me, and it has ruined my way of seeing American oh, television right. because they because everyone that. everyone in every scene you can totally tell that they're not carrying a thing that is full so, of hot liquid.
2: So you know you can you can uh, you can Google uh, outtakes and or uh, yes. obviously uh, mistakes in movies. Well, so I was watching a thing with Aaron Eckert and Maria Bello. Thank you for smoking, and in the scene the, the lobbyist for the tobacco, Aaron's character, and uh, the uh, lobbyist for the liquor industry was Maria, and then the third character, name you can probably find out, was Gun Industry, and they met for drinks every week to compare, among other things, how many deaths each of them were responsible the week before, and, and okay. cigarettes were, were outpacing them you know, by this enormous uh, margin. But in the scene, the gun lobbyist, orders a piece of apple pie with a piece of cheddar cheese over it, an American flag stuck in the middle of it. And Aaron Eckert's character, I think his name is Nick, says, that's gross. And he looks at it and he says, that's American. And it ties into this whole plot. But here's the point, is that Bella's Bella's character reaches over and forks it. And as she does, you can see on the camera that she tangles up (laughs) with a piece of cheese. Mm -hmm. And it tangles up and she pulls it off the pie. And then the camera uh, 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 tightens mm-hmm. so that you can't see that anymore. But then when it broadens again to show the pie, it's been restored Right. for the integrity of the scene to continue with Aaron, Nick's character, yeah, Aaron Eckert's yeah. character, having this idea of what to do about the senator who represents Wisconsin and blame him for uh, cholesterol uh, across the country, you know, as if that's as bad as – in fact, the the stats would show death rates that are, according you know, very high. Right. But that 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 cutout is funny, and when you see it and you put it in the show notes, you'll see the look on her face, that's in the movie. It's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, <laughs> what have I done? I what this fucking thing? I pulled, I pulled the cheese off the pie. Cut. Right. Let's get over here, and you can picture them all scrambling to.
1: Yeah, that was one of the, uh, when I was. Doing the research for the show notes for last week, uh, I noticed that uh, the fact that David Fincher is so exacting on his, like, uh, first of all, he, re- he requires dozens of takes for every single scene. But then in order to in order to have so many takes, he has decided that all of the blood and gore and stuff that happens in his movies should be all in the computers. Uh. which means that you don't need to be like scrubbing up the floors to do another take of yeah. whatever happens. Uh, but it was really pretty interesting. And, uh, and the point that was made was look, 2019 movie viewers are not the same as 2000 as, as, 1975 movie viewers there. Now we have people that are going to go frame by frame and find, because we have the internet we're going to find all the little fuck ups like you just said where where some cheese was removed in one in one shot and then it was back in the other shot and so it seems really really anally retentive that that uh, David Fincher is so specific about all of these things yeah. but but the truth is that he's aware that we're in a new movie viewing society where you need to make sure that all of these things are so exact from scene to scene to the point where he did this thing where in the girl with a dragon tattoo where she has a little part in her in her hair and they they filmed the same n- night in the in the in the plot over several days but so they used CGI computers to uh To make sure that her part was in exactly the same spot in her Uh, hair uh for uh, for all of these things because in theory it was taking it was taking place within you know one hour or whatever in in cinema time but was a
2: wild wildly paced movie
1: that yes i i watched whatever not the first one i don't know how many there are but i watched a sequel uh on the um you know the the story of of the
2: of the uh novelist who wrote those three the trilogy
1: I know that he... I think he died before the last one was published.
2: They found it after his death, I believe. All of them. Holy shit. As a thousand-page book. I may be wrong about that. You can check it if I'm wrong. Either way, you can post it.
1: One interesting thing that I've noticed is uh, when I was a kid in the 80s and 90s, uh, there was very much this concept that you could die from from quicksand, uh-huh. and quicksand was really prevalent as a as a thing that you need to watch out for. And it's a it, it looks like it's just a puddle, but you can step into it, and then it'll just suck you in and it'll kill you. Where, where North Carolina? Uh, in the popular media. Yes.
2: Oh, right, okay. But it wasn't where you lived. No, 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 no.
1: Well, I have stepped in something. When I was walking, I used to live in an apartment that was, we'll say half a mile, no less, quarter of a mile from the, from the uh, Carolina Hurricanes Stadium. Oh, okay. One time I walked with some friends across what was sort of just a, a construction worker uh-huh. or a ruin area. And there was some, there was some mud there that some of us stepped in and it was, it's really just sucked onto your leg. And we were like, uh, mm, fuck, uh, Uh, I think, think. and it was, it was a little bit scary, but, but, uh, that aside, there was very much this, this 80s idea of quicksand as a, as a thing that could kill you. But, but no one ever like, no one ever died from it. It was just this, this like you know why? Because everybody was so
2: informed and scared of it.
1: Yes, so... but now no one, no one is informed and scared of it, and no All one's right. dying from it either.
2: Right, so, so I've got, I've got something that came to mind when you were talking that's similar. Is that back in the day. My wife and I live down this old farm outside of Gowanda, New York, and I raise pigs. and And I actually have a poetry and short stories that that basically warns against naming the meat you eat. But anyway, these three pigs.
0: Whoa, whoa, became...
1: whoa, You have poetry and short stories about about your pigs. Yeah, don't you? Well, can we please schedule that for a future episode? I want to hear all that.
2: Okay. Well, I'll find it. Yes, published okay. material, actually. But anyway, here's the story. So. I come home from work one day, and I drive up this big hill to get to our driveway, and as I get out of the truck, I walk over, and as I'm walking toward the house, in the, in the back of the house, I hear, I hear someone going, uh, and then calling my name. Uh, and it's a weird, It's my wife, so I'm startled. So I, 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 I scurry to the back to the pig pen, as it turns out, <laughs> and she's inside the pig pen, which is both an outer pen and inner pen. It was a shelter where we put straw. And she was putting some fresh straw there because pigs don't shit where they sleep. So, you know, they're very clean about that. But nor, you have to.
1: Nor do I, I'd like to say. <laughs>
2: well, that's, that's not what I've heard. But at any rate, she was there and she had on these boots that were knee high. And because it had rained and the pig shit everywhere but where they sleep, oh, it was all mucky, crappy, muddy, mixed with pig shit, which stinks <laughs> really bad. But because she was trying to get her boots out, she reached down, and her arm got stuck. Oh, no. So she was bent over, boots stuck, arm stuck, with her face only several inches away from the mucky, oh, awful stuff. Okay. And she had her head turned, and she was saying,
0: uh,
1: As one would, yes.
0: And, and I turned, and she said,
2: Help me. And, and I swear, I don't know what I did. I think I may have been laughing too hard to actually help her for, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. I think I might have taken films, footage, pictures. I have to go through my life with it. but it. But it was a rare moment. It sticks in my brain. So it's sort of like quicksand. Quick shit. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go.
1: All right. If you've enjoyed what you just heard, you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media. Monthly donations to help us pay for hosting and editing can be provided at patreon.com slash happy hour. That's all one word, happy hour. All our episodes, including show notes for each episode, are available on our website, happyhour.fm. You can tweet at us at happyhour.fm, that's with a dot spelled out, happyhourdotfm, or we can receive email at the same name, happyhourdotfm at gmail.com. It would also be great if you could give us a positive rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. That really helps other people find us. See you next week.